all these horror stories from people and this is what they do. And I'm like, yeah. well, well, I wouldn't want to do that. So yeah. like what I when I first sent her hired Ariana, I said, here, like you're my guinea pig. You're yeah. kind of like, here's what I'm doing. I'm like, you can go to any other team, they're gonna be charging way more than this. Right. And you don't you don't make money, you don't have to pay me anything. So it was just saying, but here's how I help you, and here's where and like the structure worked. And I was mm-hmm. like, and then now we have Julia here, and then the same idea, right? It was just, but I'm not rolling it out to everybody. Yeah. You have to have a sermon because again, because teaching and all that stuff too. And I think there's a lot of stuff going in. If you have too many people, you can't do that. No, And then if you have too many team members, you're not ready for a team. It's like, then again, they're going to leave too. And it's just, it's just. It's, it's honestly, it's baking a cake and you have to have the right ingredients at the right time. And it's an ecosystem and it's a community. And, you know, I had certain situations where there were some, you know, at one point there were like four people on a team and then another agent joined and then that agent just based on personality kind of took over and it like, oh, there goes the scale. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a hard, hard, hard dance. Welcome to another episode of DC Talks. I'm your host, David Chinelli. Today, I have a great guest with me for episode 45, 45 episodes. Can you imagine? It's amazing. <laughs> Happy to be number 45. There you go. <laughs> I have the beautiful Amy Gilmore with me. Thank you, Amy, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So a little known fact or unknown fact, Amy, your office is like literally two seconds away from here. I actually walked here. <laughs> I, it was freezing. It's freezing. That's how close there. it is because I walked here. I was yeah. thinking about driving, but I walked. And I didn't realize when I moved up here that how many offices like are in, like real estate offices are on Blue West. Yeah. It's either a real estate office or a dental office. Yeah. That's kind of like what you get when you live here, right? <laughs> it's true. It's That's true. what we have. Yeah. yeah. So, Amy, you and I go back what, over, over a year now, I guess we met uh, physically or like, has it been longer? You know, that? the true, like the true story, if you go way back, you had a listing and you called it, I think the Dexter listing. Do you remember? Oh, yes. It was a condo. <laughs> yes. That is the first time I ever saw you because you were standing in the lobby. I had to. And it was some nut bar tenant. And, and there was all the caution tape all over everything. And it was like Halloween. So I forgot about that. Yeah, one. that's where I physically met Craig. you. Yeah, that's I where I met you. So, yeah, yeah, so I forgot about that. Yeah, so it was crazy. Um, so that was a weird listing. We had these, yeah. we had these AAA tenants, mm-hmm. right? They're over nine. This is why I always tell people, be careful when you are renting to people that have really, really high credit score and everything seems a little too... Too good. Too good. Right. And they had some sort of cleaning company with like the the airport or something. So they were never accessible. So every time my my client wanted to go see them, they would just never answer. Available. It was just yeah. never, it was It was always odd. So uh, they decided, they had bought a house here before and that's why they rented. They said, let's see if we can hold both of them. Mm-hmm. And they decided, you know what? We want the cash flow to put money into our house. We want to do some renovations. So great. And the market had went up. Yeah. So we did all the regular things. We tried to contact him and email to do a walkthrough and all this stuff. And it just wasn't working. So finally, he he went to the landlord tenant board and figured out how to do it. And he's like, as long as you give them notices on the door. Mm-hmm. This is why I learned a lot from this. Yeah. Notice on the door, videotaped him, emailed him, did everything we possibly could and said, listen, we're doing this walkthrough. Yeah. And we're, we're going to be listing the property. Mm-hmm. And based on this, they can't prevent you from showing the property. No. So he resp- responds and said like, well, you can show the property on Saturdays between five and six. Mm-hmm. We're like, it's this Tuesday. is tight. It's, it's, it's not going to happen. I'm like, yeah. Like he was like, sort of like, well, no, like according to landlord 10, what, as long as we give you 24 hours notice, written notice, mm-hmm. and we'll tell you who's coming, you know, like wherever it was. So we gave him like a three hour window and he was just pushing back and yeah. he was just an asshole. So 
We called it the Dexter House because we didn't know what we were getting into. Mm -hmm. And I had 17 showings on that day. I was one of those people. 17 showings within a three-hour span. And I had to sit downstairs with my key. So when I went into that property, I had no idea what I was getting into. Mm -hmm. And you might describe it when we walked in. I said, yeah, like, so I open up the door. And the first thing you're greeted with, do you remember what it was? The, the sign that said, "Do not enter." No, so well, I can't no, remember. Said, enter your own just... caution. You are on camera. Yes, that's right. This is years ago. This is going back a long time ago. This is yeah, uh, 2018? 17? I think yeah, it was a while back. Yeah, it yeah. was a while back. Yeah, yeah. And then when you walk through the house, they had put plastic on everything. everything. You couldn't touch anything, even the kitchen counter. You couldn't touch anything. Yeah, it was, it was so wild. Ridiculous. But this actually helped because we everyone was trying to make an appointment. We pushed everybody to yeah. three-hour span. And I had to just, sit downstairs. And I just gave them the keys to go upstairs yep. and bring me back down. And that's when there was no COVID. So there was multiple showings at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> I know. This is the early days, so right? Up, so what did we get? Like eight offers or something on that? It was like, and we sold it above asking. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. So that's that's where I actually met you in yeah. the flesh is in that in that moment. And that's how I'll always remember you. Oh, God, Amy. Yeah. Thanks for being that. Well, there, there were 17 of you, so I couldn't remember. I know. I, just it was just one, like, one of the many, Yeah, right? exactly. One of the it many. was one it's of the okay. many. Yeah, yeah. It was memorable. It was very memorable. <laughs> Right? It was a memorable listening. Yeah. Oh, God. Thanks for bringing that back. Yeah, no worries. No worries. <laughs> but then we met again through, uh, well, Julia, my assistant and my uh, my buying agent through mm-hmm. her ex-mother-in-law, I guess you would say. Well, she, she was working you for a bit. Yep. And uh, then, like, we had talked and said, and then we met, I think, last year in December, I think, was when we went over. And then, mm-hmm. and then yeah. Then, and you popped over, and then we came here. Yeah. And and then you've used my wife and stuff, too. And then yeah, we she's, and- yeah, one of my one of my best stagers, and, <laughs> yeah. you know. Life goes on. Life goes on. We yeah, love it. Yeah. So all that wrapped up to like, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been in the so, industry? Okay. So I started when I was 26 and it's now been 16 years. I can't believe it. It's been a really long time. Wow. You started so young. Yeah. Pretty much right out of the gates, like university. And then um, a couple of years after university, I I worked as a bookkeeper. I really just didn't know. I, I Everything I've done in life, I've done because I've enjoyed it. Right. Mm-hmm. I never worried about what was the next step. I just sort of was wanted to be happy in that moment. And I just figured the next thing would come. Right. Yeah. And so I graduated with a degree in economics and geography just because I liked it, not because I wanted to be a geographer. That's what people said. Oh, what, what were you going to do? And I just said, I'll, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But I <laughs> went to Queens. I have that degree and, and, you know, met some great people, had great experiences and then started working as a bookkeeper. I did that for three years um, I just can't imagine. Dry. I can't see you as a bookkeeper. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I just, you know, you get out of school and it, now here's the real world. You have to start working. Like I just, I knew I didn't want to be a teacher. It's one thing I for sure knew I didn't want to do. So I, I kind of went into that. I mean, my, my mom had a background in bookkeeping. So I thought, okay, I'll start working with her. And I did that and it was, it was fine, but I just, I didn't, I wasn't passionate about it. Um, and then sort of where real estate came into play was I I basically created a list of things I didn't like about working, right? And at the time I was living in Oakville and I thought, okay, I, I don't want to be one of those people that has to wear a suit. I don't want to have to take the go train in. I don't want to be told when my lunch hour is, you know, I don't want to have to ask to use the washroom. Like all these very structured nine to five, everybody coming out of university had these, you know, corporate jobs where they were just like, they had no life. They were just stuck in these roles. They had a boss. They had to ask everything they did in their day. And I was like, I can't spend the rest of my life doing that. So then I thought about real estate and I thought, 
okay, it's none of these things. Like it's totally a choose your own adventure. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. But what made you think about real estate then? Like what popped through? Is it like a friend of yours who's a realtor? Did you see like a realtor um, ad or what what made it pop up in your mind? I, th- I would say probably in high school, my parents really started to become like they were always entrepreneurial, but more so when I was in high school, mm-hmm. my parents would buy and sell and renovate and we were always sort of moving within Oakville and their real estate agent was a huge part of our life. She was a friend of theirs. She was always around. Um, We would often go for showings with Helen and, you know, just like, that's what we did. Like I just knew her. So I remember at that time sitting down and having a coffee with her and I just said, you know, and this is me 26. And at the time she was, I don't know, she probably was 50. And I was just asking her about the business. And and this is, you know, so long ago before right. it was like another world ago, it seems like just real estate has evolved so much today. Right. So she just told me about it and I thought, yeah, let me give it a whirl. Let me, let me try it. And, and I remember telling my parents that mom, dad, I, I want to be a real estate agent. And, and, and my mom will hate me for saying this, but she literally said like, we did not send you to Queen's University to become a realtor. Like that was what she said. But I know now, I mean, she would agree. It's it's a job. It's a career that I I love. Like I really don't feel like I work. I don't because I love it. I honestly love it. It's, it's funny. I had the opposite reaction from my parents. Really? Was, they were happy? Yeah. Well, when I, I agree, I'm agreeing with everything you say. Got, yeah. out of the, got out of the, did my MBA. Yeah. I did my MBA because I was lost. I didn't know what to do with yeah. my life, right? Yeah. I didn't know. So after my MBA, I got a job and I was yeah. like, same thing. Everyone's telling you when to go to the bathroom, all that fun stuff. Yeah. I remember my dad, I was making probably $100,000 at that point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I said, what do you mean? He's like, why are you working for somebody else? I didn't send you to university. Interesting. So that you could work for somebody else. Yeah. So I'm just saying that was just funny, the different mentality. Cause you know, my brother, like my brother's a PhD and he's a professor at, at, uh, at Laurier. And it's like, it is what, like, I guess that was always path that he wanted to go, but right. I guess for my, I had more of an entrepreneurial spirit, I guess. Mm-hmm. So my dad was just like disappointed that I was kind of doing that. And I was just, it's funny. It's a different reaction. Right? I think they looked at it almost like a used car salesman, right? Oh yeah. yeah. That was sort of where realtors were then, yeah. you know, but some of them still are. Some many of them still are. <laughs> many of them. Most of them probably. Right? Well, yeah, we're having this conversation with a friend of mine and uh it's it just we're in the leaders group and we're like, I'm like, yeah, you know, we kind of like other realtors. She's like, Dave, do you really like other realtors? And I was like, <laughs> we thought about it. She's, and she said it this way. She goes, I'm like maybe one percent of other realtors. And I'm like, Yeah, I guess the ones that are like minded with you. Yeah, because there's so many different personalities. There's a small pocket of them and I am very close with some of them. Um and they're they're great. Like they're amazing. Yeah, right. But it's true. They're we're like minded, right? We have the same and goals. It, well that's it. and then there's sometimes where you like you see somebody like or you have a deal with somebody who's just the total opposite. Oh my God. And it's like the worst transaction in the world. Well, yeah. It's like pulling teeth. And it's like, it's like you hate every your moment. personalities are just like. Oh, every time they call or text, yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. what do you need now? What yeah. is it that you need now? Right. Or what are you trying to bend me over for now? And it's like, yeah. it just, and you always have these, I always laugh at some of the newer, like older realtors, their whole job is to get a dig on you and just to win every single, right. ar- it doesn't matter what There's it is. There's no collaboration. Zero collaboration. 100%. I hate that. That drives me nuts. Mm. And it's like in our industry, we both have the same goal. Let's just get this thing done, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, they don't see it as working together. That's no. the big issue, right? Well, we've, I've said this before. It's all about ego, right? A lot mm. of these guys. It's like they come in and it's like, I did this and I did it. I'm like, I don't give a shit what you did. What does your client want? Yeah, and you just want your clients to be happy, <sighs> right? It's their life. It's not your house. Absolutely. It's their life and their house. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Like, it was just funny. So they're all like, so now your parents, they're okay with what oh, you're doing? Love, well, <laughs> well, yeah. So, well, the funny thing is, is that my brother and my sister, they also have the real estate licenses. My sister just signed on um, in the last year. So oh, nice. she left a teaching career and she's a real estate agent now. Um, and my brother, who's extremely entrepreneurial, like my little baby brothers, like just kills it in life in general. Um, but he also is licensed as well. So it's like all three of us do it. Mm. Um, I'm, I would say I'm certainly the most you know, full time and it's been the longest and mm. this is like all I've got and all I love and all I do. So, you know, that's like my big thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, all of us happen to well, do it. This is yeah. a perfect transition. The next question I was going to ask is, I know you started like what, what a year ago you had a huge team. I did. And then now you're pretty much by yourself. It's just me, myself and I, yeah, you're so you are looking try. at yeah. the Gilmore <laughs> property group. <laughs> well, it's funny. So, so first off, would you ever Ask your siblings to be part of the Gilmore group because they share the same name. Well, my okay, so my no, yeah, we we do actually. We all have the same last name. Um, my brother is so entrepreneurial. He's like, he's just like doing his own thing entirely. Um, he dabbles with a lot of commercial as well and like very niche kind of stuff. Um, and my sister's in Burlington, so you know she's in an area like Hamilton, Burlington, Mm. and I'm more here in High Park and Toronto and. You know, I really am a firm believer of wherever you are are selling real estate, like it's just that's the snowball that you're going to build and grow. And for her to come from Burlington to work in Toronto, it's not where she lives. It's not what she knows, you know. But so you, she could have her own division out of there. And say she like, could. She could. But I also have learned like I'm kind of a loner. I know. And I'm happy to say that. Like I keep my head down. I do my own thing. Mm. I'm not I'm not like a teacher. Like some people – thrive on teaching mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not that great of a teacher. I've learned that about myself. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I just I kind of keep my head down and I do what I do. So yeah. is that why the so what happened between the team, if you don't mind me asking, what's going from the team to the solo? That's artist? a loaded question, my friend. There's been some <laughs> drama. Uh okay, so Let's back it up. So I, I started to grow this team. So I have two kids, eight and four. Um, and then when my daughter was born eight years ago, that's when I realized I needed help. I couldn't do it all. Because at the time, I totally thought I could just do it all, right? Um, and so I hired an assistant. And you know that person had been with me for a very, very long time. We had a great working relationship together. Um, he, like, he was pretty much my right hand, mm-hmm. right? Um, and very, very recently this summer, actually, uh, yeah, wow, there there was a lot that went down. Um, pornography was a main topic of conversation um, during work hours on a work laptop was a main topic of conversation. Um, and I just thought, like, I was kind How of mind blown. Like, like, again, the people are like, like, what do you mean pornography? Like, what are you talking about? So images screenshots there were there was a lot of porn video downloads on my computer a work computer yeah work computer and then there were like like 32,000 I can't even say that with a straight face because I'm stunned still to this day 32,000 screenshots of these videos saved like 
A, who even downloads this stuff? Well, it's 2023. And on a work <laughs> computer. Anyways, it, all of this was on my laptop. And I had the you laptop that takes scans. It's for 32,000 images. Yes. That takes, he literally stole weeks of time. I, I don't, just, don't even like, like I don't just, even, just, I know. Just doing the screenshots. I know. Like, yeah. So while I'm out opening lockboxes, showing houses, meeting with people, assuming that my assistant is in the office working on, you know, the computer work, the paperwork, the offers, setting up searches, like updating a database, all those things. You know, well, it, so I was like, I'm done. Like, I can't like, I've known you for this many years. You literally have the keys to my company yeah, and you've betrayed me. Like, what the hell are you doing? I'm so sorry. He was fired on the spot. Well, hundred percent. Well, yeah. Well, there's porn. There's other things going on in the office too, which are, you know, like it's, he's not just watching these things, you know, there's gotta be something. And, and that's also taking up some of the time too. His bathroom breaks must've been. <laughs> extraordinarily long like yeah <laughs> i know it just there's a Sorry, lot going on there. That. no like... but that's like these are all things i've thought about trust me these are all things that like i know god i like i was just trying to picture that like again look who does that like yeah well he's probably still looking for a job so you wow. know I don't yeah know. i don't blame him. i would be like it's wow. career ending stuff for sure yeah. and i just ultimately i didn't want that associated with me. I, I hold myself highly. The clients that I work with are, are people that I've had in my life since I began, mm -hmm. right? Like they're all repeat referral. I do not advertise. Like it's all a snowball that's just growing of people that I like and that trust me and we work well together. It's seamless. And I, I, I don't need that <laughs> In my world. Well, you don't want to be the, I don't need it. You don't want to be the porn realtor? You know, like, that's, I mean, there's lots on. of realtors that would love it. I just, it's, that's, I'm, that's not my jam. <laughs> that's not your jam. I'm, you know, here I am, single mom, two kids, like. And I'm the porn, not, I'm the porn realtor. And I got there the porn hustle on hey, the you side. you come into the office, sit down, watch some porn, we're good to go. Yeah, it's <laughs> just, not my vibe. I just can't do it. I can't do it. So I, yeah, yeah so he left. Um and, and I, like, I will be honest, like he was excellent at his job when he was focused on real estate. He was great. And so it was hard to replace him. Um, but I was also so stunned by kind of what happened. I, I automatically went into my own, like, Amy, you're superwoman. You can do it all. You don't need any help. And truthfully, I'm still there. Like, and I kind of like the fact that I'm learning all the work that I was paying that person for. And it really made me reevaluate and think, wow, like I can broker load something in an hour. And then I think about how long did it take him to broker load something? Right. You know, or what was I paying for? Or yeah. I was generous here where, you know, he got a little win on that one, you yeah, know? Yeah. So yeah, it's just, it's good. Like I, I really have a good handle on the business now because mm -hmm. I am doing a lot of the admin side, but I don't hate it. I kind of, hmm. that A-type Amy in me loves it. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. It drives me nuts a little times when you yeah. send nothing to the office. I, mm -hmm. I get our office to upload the stuff just because, and just for added security as well, because make sure sometimes I'll miss something if I do it on my own. And I'm like, so I'm really good at, um, I guess the ideas and putting everything together and I like getting things done. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the finer details of it, I expect them to be able to pick up on those. Right. So that's kind of what I lean on for. And it's again, like your, your personality types, I guess is what you know, mm -hmm. at. So I think that's why it works well for me. To I say, like doing I all get the little things. I don't mind it. I yeah. mean, putting in room measurements is for sure irritating and yeah. converting them, you know, from feet to meters. Like, 
yeah. I don't even know. Why, so I just get I just I get my guy to do the 360 tour. We now we have floor plans that has everything on there, and I just copy Pump it those. In. And yeah, it just it's just easy. It just boom, boom, boom. Like you're literally reading off of yeah. <laughs> reading off a floor plan, and so it's easy for yeah. sure. But and then you've also had other team members who just kind of like. So yeah, is that like, where you learned that you're just not teaching? Is what was that that like? Yeah, it's like you know when I first opened up the office. Um, you know, people literally came in from the neighborhood that had their real estate licenses. And I didn't know who to hire. You know, I, I met people. I I said, hey, like, let's give it a try. But I've I've gone through all the mistakes, you know, and it's like you learn. There's a very big difference between an experienced agent and an inexperienced agent, you know, and a lot of the people that I started with were really new. And they needed a lot of training. And I didn't have the tool set at the time. I, I was at, with a different brokerage, which at the time served me on some level, but mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of coaching at all, if any, to for, to be a team leader and to be able to, you know, set up contracts or commission splits or mm-hmm. what, you know, telling you what, what these people need. Like, I only knew what I knew, right, from my days in real estate. And it's like, I never also was on a team myself. I started off as an independent agent. I just sort of threw myself into the water and learned it, but I never knew the team side. Mm -hmm. So for me to try to be a team leader and not have that personal experience as a team member, Mm -hmm. you know, I look back at that now and think, wow, like there was so much experience I didn't have from not being on a team. Yeah, same, right. Same. Um, because a lot of successful team leaders I know today were on teams. They were members of teams. So they had that experience. They had that respect and understanding for commission splits and, mm-hmm. you know, what a team leader would offer them. I never knew that side. Right. So, um, yeah. So like little by little, it's like people would be with me, but, you know, and then, you know, we would work together and then my, but my goal is always for them to sort of in a way, move on. Like I never, I never really ever understood someone who'd be on a team and just only be on that team. It just with my mindset, it's like, I always say, I never want to be in the same place I am today Mm -hmm. that I was this time last year. Like I always want to be growing in some way. So I, in my mind, I thought, why would someone ever want to be on a team just forever? Like, I, I don't know. It's foreign to me. Well, right? that's also why our split is like is or what we do is very different as well. We do more of a mentorship kind of stuff, and yeah. it's like so. There's different. If you make certain levels, you make more money. Right. So you get to this, and 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 they keep their own name. It's not under. Yeah, DC. I never wanted someone to just like no, lose I, themselves. Exactly, and I find that lots of like reason like so. That's why we haven't blown up to a huge team in like two. Because again, I like I want to have a hand in helping them. Right. So that was kind of the idea, right? It was like, because I've seen these people go with a team and then jump to another team. Like, why do they? Well, I know that. And I heard of all these horror stories from people and this is what they do. And I'm like, yeah. well, well, I wouldn't want to do that. So yeah. like what I want to first send her hire Ariana. I said, here, like you're my guinea pig. You're yeah. kind of like, here's what I'm doing. I'm like, you can go to any other team. They're going to be charging way more than this. Right. You, don't, you don't make money. You don't have to pay me anything. So it was just saying, but here's how I help you. And here's where and like, the structure worked. And mm-hmm. I was like, and then now we have Julia here and then the same idea, right? It was just, but I'm not rolling it out to everybody. Yeah. You have to have a certain, because again, because teaching and all that stuff too. And I think there's a lot of stuff going in. If you have too many people, you can't do that. No, exactly. And then if you have too many team members, and you're not ready for a team. It's like, then again, they're going to leave too. And it's just, it's just. It's, it, it's honestly, it's baking a cake and you have to have the right ingredients at the right time. And it's an ecosystem and it's a community. And, you know, I had certain situations where there were some, you know, at one point there were like four people on a team and then another agent joined. And then that agent just based on personality kind of took over 
And it like, whoa, there goes the scale. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a hard, hard, hard dance. I, I tip my hat to people that run teams with good culture and they have consistency with their agents. And that is not easy. Right. That takes a certain type of person. But I also personally enjoy the grind of real estate. I actually like buyer showings. Like I like I do too. sitting at home inspections. I like opening lock boxes. I like going on the listing. Like I like being on the ground and I don't really want to yeah. well, the lock pass box, on those leads. The lockbox part of my government, because when you walk into some of these condos and they- Oh, I, condos I, I know. Oh God, I'm over the Nobody condos. hates that. I'm so done with those. Yeah. Or, one, or now in wintertime, I keep a defroster in my car. Yes. Because how many times you get the lockbox, they're frozen. Like, other than that, yeah, lockbox, I don't know. Yeah, that's a nightmare. That's that a nightmare. is a nightmare. Yeah, I take yeah. Okay, I take <laughs> some of what I said back, but for the most part. But now like- you know, moving up in the, in like the timelines of real estate for me after 16 years, like I'm, it's not as many condos now, right. I will say like now it's houses, Yeah, you know, I still like doing condos too. I don't mind them. As long as everything yeah. works out the way it's supposed to. I don't exactly. Mind yeah, exactly. So you touched on now that you're like, again, this you're a single mom. I am. And that's recent. Yeah. A year and a half. Is that around the same time with the team? No, actually just a little like a year and a half. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. The team uh, ended in the summer and then my separation was a a good year before that. Interesting. Yeah. But it's, it's actually like a very good thing. It's not, you know, it's like when you hear people are separated or divorced that I think the automatic thing is, Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like I actually have a new lease on life and I have I'm happier. I I feel younger. I've had more time for myself. I've, I have fun now. All I did for 10 years was work and be a mom, work and be a mom. Like I, I got to the point where I never saw my friends. I never went out. The mom guilt was real. Like I just took on a lot of extra work at home, probably because I thought my, my ex couldn't do it as well as I could have. Oh, A-type personality. You know, it's the A-type. I know I made my own mistakes for sure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like we just weren't compatible. Like we were, we just, he, he wasn't a driver. He wasn't a dreamer. He was just content. And I can't, I needed, I needed more. I knew I, and I didn't realize I needed more until I just realized how lonely I was in that relationship. And I thought, wow, like I'm 40, I'm not dead. Like I need to just like do something for myself, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. And do you find the work-life balance is much better now than it was? Yeah. Like, I mean, my kids are also older too, right? So my son is in um, kindergarten and my daughter's in grade three. So at least they're in full day school. Um, but I've got a nanny who is my lifeline. Like she's probably more of my partner than my ex was. And you can uh, rely on her to do stuff, which she's, also helps. Yeah, <laughs> she's reliable. She's there, you know. She's not coming home drunk. Um, <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, she might come home drunk, just not to your house. <laughs> yeah, no, she no, she's Tibetan. She's super oh, straight oh, edge. Oh, she's wow. like, that's amazing. Oh yeah, she doesn't even drink coffee. Like she's so straight edge. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So does that also help you like now, now you're, I guess you're dating. So that's also, does that help you like now go on dates and what's the, what's, uh, what's dating to... like in 2023 for a very successful, obviously pretty, um, like single woman these days, what's it like? Thank you. Uh, it's, um, it's interesting. I've learned a lot about myself though. And I've learned, um, you know, about like, I'm, I'm reading a lot about masculine energy and feminine energy 
And I'm learning that, you know, in, in my job, in my role, I, I have a lot of masculine energy, right? We're making decisions, we're authoritative, we're leading people. And I really know about myself, like I need to come home to someone who is a very like alpha and masculine energy. Because if this person that I'm coming home to takes like the back seat and I have to maintain that masculinity, it just like it kills it. And that is, I know what happened with my previous relationship. So the right man, a strong man will help me like relax into a more feminine energy. I won't have to feel like I have to control everything and do everything because someone will be there to make decisions and to have a strong character and a strong heart. Like that's what I know I need. So yeah, that may be a little too deep for the podcast. No, no, no. I don't know. No, no, I feel like I mean, what I've discovered through my like. No, that's not too deep know, for our podcast. Other, other like, podcasts. No, no, yeah, we, yeah, we, we get deep into this stuff. So that's not too deep. Yeah. I, I, we love that. Like it's, it, I love like that people exploring, learning about themselves too. Yeah. We try not to be superficial at all. That's why I try to get into yeah. you know, the deeper stuff and like try to figure out if somebody's looking at you and it's like, well, how's she doing this? And because like, it's always the opposite you're hearing. Like, oh, poor, like you said, like somebody gets separated, like, oh, poor thing. And you're like, Fuck no, I'm that. happy. I'm so happy. This is yeah. amazing. Like, good for you. No, That's like, awesome. it's so good. Like, yeah. I wouldn't go back to my old life if. But your demeanor changed too. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I remember Natalie came home and you're at a stage and she's like, did you know Amy? Like, I'm like, yeah, well, Julia had told me they broke, but I hadn't talked to you. Yeah. And, you're like, and you said to her, you're like, you're in a better place. And, oh, then, and then when I talked to you on the phone, I'm like, your voice sounded better. Like you sounded like. <laughs> you're a nicer person. <laughs> well, you're always nice to me. I can't say that. You've yeah, always. Yeah, we've always gone along well. We've always gone along well. And you're always smiling. But yeah. it, it was something like, and now that you said, I come back, I'm like, oh, hey, your voice. It wasn't what you were saying. It was how you were saying it. Interesting. Okay. You know, so it wasn't like, because you were never negative with me. And I didn't know any yeah. of the stuff that was happening in your home. But yeah. But it's funny how much that kind of stuff affects you. Oh, my God. I, I didn't even know how much it affected me. I just – I honestly thought that all relationships after, you know, eight years of kids and work and you're in your 40s, like I just sort of thought this oh, is man. how it is for everybody. And you see people all the time, oh, you get married. No one ever has sex. I'm like, no, that's not true. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like, like you like, can oh. actually be like over the moon with someone and have a spark and, and, yeah. and enjoy your life. Like it's possible, yeah. right? So – I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, discovering all that right now. It's great. <laughs> so for you're looking for a man who. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> I have a list in my phone. Do you want me to get it? I'm actually serious. Are you joking? I have yeah, a list of qualities. Oh, yeah. Okay, so rhymes them off the top of your head. Well, okay, it's kind of like how I started with the real estate thing. Like some of it is, you know, what I don't want in right. someone. What don't you want? Um. Okay. So it's, and it's also learning from past experiences. Like one of the simplest things is, is how someone is with relationships. Like, um, someone who it, you know, spends time on the phone with their mother. Right. And I will say this very honestly, like my ex, something I never liked about him is that he was always very quick on the phone with his mom. He would, he would rush her off the phone. He would hang up before she got to say her last goodbye. Like he was always very like, yeah. move along mom, you know? And now he does that with me because he doesn't like me. You know, he, uh, when I'm saying goodnight to the kids and he's got the kids, you know, when I say goodnight to them, he, the phone hangs up before I get my last like thing out. Do you call him back and say? No, no. He's <laughs> doing that for control though. Right. Yeah. Cause he's upset still. And, and he's doing that yeah. as a, as a bit of a power trip. But he did that with his mom and now he's doing that with me. And 
I find that the people I'm drawn to now, it's like they have good relationships with their, their, their boys that are sweet with their mothers, men that are sweet with their mothers. Yeah. You know, that matters. That yeah. says a lot. Yeah, I know. Well, talking to my mom, I don't know how sweet I am sometimes, but but I have, yeah. really, I have a good relationship with my mother too. And yeah. too. Like we do a lot of stuff too. Like sometimes I, I don't talk to her for a week and she calls me. She's like, oh, I was waiting for you to call me. I'm like, ma, you can call me too, yeah. right? So we just call and say what's going on. But yeah, we've always been close, but sometimes, but I also, you have, like I learned with my mom, mm-hmm. there's sometimes I have to be strict with her, like, because oh, yeah. my dad's not around, right? Mm-hmm. So she doesn't make good decisions. So my wife sometimes didn't understand. I'm like, Man, you're mean to your mom. I'm like, I wasn't being mean. I'm being stern. It's yeah. different. And it's just like sometimes I tell her, fuck, mom, just do this. Yeah. And because and she's like, why? I'm like, otherwise my mom hums and haws over things. So I have to be authoritarian. Not, but sometimes I'm a dick, I'll be honest. Sometimes I am a Are dick. Are you? Tonight. Really? Well, not on purpose, just because if she goes over on and on and on about the same thing, I'll be a dick about it. Right. right? And I and I get that. I I sometimes have to be softer about that. Yeah. And sometimes too, even like with my father-in-law, sometimes I, I get that mm-hmm. way too. I get like He'll say the same over and over again. I, I'm learning to be a little bit more compassionate, like because I was I was in the same mentality as you, like or like just go 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 go. And I'm like, now you realize, you know, as, since my dad passed away, yeah, they're um, not going to be around like, forever, right? And it's just yeah. like you're going to remember this thing, and they're not. For all you know, they could be gone tomorrow. So, yeah, uh, it's very important. Yeah. So it's just giving people time and mm-hmm. and having a good relationship. Those relationships are very important. Yeah. 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 So give me what before I we have to wrap up soon, but uh, just give me one or two more qualities and I'll get, we'll wrap up soon. Uh, honestly, like I need a dreamer. I need someone who has goals, someone who wants more, someone who. Goal driven is different than a dreamer, in my opinion. You're talking to dreamers like, not like oh, a, I want a, rainbow a, clouds and, and unicorns. No, and like, actually <laughs> does things, right? Like right. someone who's just not content and complacent, right? Like yeah. someone who wants more, wants better, wants to improve. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I, I couldn't live with somebody who wasn't like with my wife. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. She's, she's, she's a hustler. Third, she's a hustler. She's third or fourth yeah. business. If yeah. she just stayed, I always joke with her sometimes. I'm like, you know, you can just work for me. And I think about it. I'm like, I don't want you home all the time. <laughs> I like, no, not for us. It's just like, I'm not always home. So it's yeah. I'm like, I don't want to come home. And they're like, what are we doing all day? I'm like, I just, to me, I would, I don't, I always say it to myself. I, if I didn't marry, my wife, I would have never gotten married because yeah. I just, just, she was the right person. Well, I haven't home. gotten married yet. So yeah, I'm just, you know, you're still waiting. yeah, I'm still waiting. I don't even know if I ever want you to be honest with you. It's not something I really desire. You're going to be 78 and find the love of your life and get married. And then I'll invite everybody to my big wedding <laughs> and, and they, you guys will all have so much money. I cannot wait for the, those wedding gifts. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Here's a Ferrari. Here's a Ferrari. Yeah. None of this $200 in an envelope. It's going to be good when we're 70. Yeah, it's nice. Exactly. And then we don't we have to worry about our kids at that point, exactly. right? Exactly. It's perfect. I'll be 80. I'm two years old. I'm <laughs> three years right. older than you, actually. That's good. Um, so, what would you say? So as we're wrapping up, mm-hmm. again, thank you so much for coming. For sure. Thanks yeah. for having me. Uh, what would you say is the biggest lesson you have learned either, well, one with real estate and then with life? Uh, because you've gone through a lot this last year and a half. So th- this is kind of a loaded question. Yeah. So I think limiting beliefs, number one, be aware that we all have them, right? Um, I remember when I first started in real estate and I had a condo at Parkland and Lakeshore and I would drive you know, through High Park and I thought, whoa, these homes are, you know, huge and massive. And, oh, there's an agent that, you know, does so much business in this area and I'll never be able to, you know, get to that level. Like I I had those beliefs when I was in my late 20s, you know, mm-hmm. and um, here I am. It's like I have two homes in High Park and I have developed a, a great little niche in my immediate neighborhood where, you know, I have regular listings and regular buyers and people are calling me asking about, you know, inventory that might be coming down the pipe. So it's like, 
That's amazing. You know, like have a belief in yourself that you can do it, right? Don't tell yourself that you can't or that someday you won't. Like it, I never would have believed that at 42, I've sold some of the, the ho- biggest homes in this neighborhood. Wow. And people are coming to me asking me for advice on, you know, about market value and coming in for listing presentations and trusting my opinion. And I still, in my head, I still think I'm this 26 year old girl that's got a condo at Parkland and Lakeshore, (laughs) you know, like it's crazy. So just having that inner fire and drive that you can do it, I think is, is huge. And so what's next for Amy? What is next for me? Um, you know, just kind of keeping going with, with what I'm doing. Like I, I love work. I, I, I've developed a great balance with my kids. Um, I mean, finding the love of my life would probably be up there on the list, but it's going to be the right one. You know what I mean? It's going to be. Not rush that. No, <laughs> I, there's no need to. Like I'm I, telling you, 78 years old. That's it. Oh my God. And like getting <laughs> like prenups and cohab agreements. I like, I can't even tell you how much money I would have saved had I had one. Um, Yeah. That's like, I'm going to leave that as like, perfect. that's going to be the title of this podcast. Just so anybody that's scrolling through, <laughs> if they even move in with someone, cohab agreement, because yeah. no one's hundred percent equal, you know? Oh, hundred percent. You got to protect your butt. <laughs> and we're going to end with that. Protect your butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again so much for coming. Thanks so if somebody wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to, uh, to get in touch with you? Uh, Instagram, Gilmore Property Group. Nice. Yeah, you can see me there and send me a DM and happy to chat. Awesome. Yeah. And obviously for anybody watching this podcast or listening, we'd love for you to like, share, subscribe, do all those fun things we do on the podcast. And hopefully you're going to do the same. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can always get me on Instagram as well. I'm David V. Chinelli underscore realtor, I believe it is. <laughs> it's so long, I always forget as well. <laughs> uh, but thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye for now.